Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Overflow, the podcast. Are you filling everyone's cup meanwhile your energy and inspiration is drained? I believe when you move from overdrive to overflow, you have a supply of energy for people around you and all the demands of life so that you can tackle them with ease. Overflow is an experience of being in the zone with all your attention, so much so you momentarily forget everything else. This show is your weekly guide. Let's build a plan for making time for pure enjoyment or being fully absorbed in the complexity of your work or studies because this ambition will fill you up because you're not here to be average, you're here to be awesome. I'm Kimberly Snyder, motivational speaker, student of positive psychology, advocate, and champion of people. I'm your cheerleader and your biggest fan. So fill up your cup, savor the moment as we chat and nourish the mind, body, and soul so we can respond to life's challenges and find your overflow. Let's start this week. Okay, do you know Diane von Furstenberg? Diane von Furstenberg is a Belgian-American fashion designer best known for her iconic wrap dresses. These dresses are like toga, a kimono, there's no buttons, no zippers, and the wrap dresses fit like they're made out of jersey and they're sculpted to your body. They are my favorite dresses in the whole wide world. Dan von Furstenberg was born of a Romanian father and a Greek-born Jewish mother and a survivor of the Holocaust in 1946. Dan von Furstenberg lived in New York in the 70s. This is when she created her famous iconic dress. And she credits her mother for instilling her positivity. She is quoted to have saying that her mother was extraordinary. She survived the camps at age 22 and taught me to look at the positive things no matter what happens. When she talked about the camps, she talked about camaraderie. I think she was trying to protect me. She only weighed 49 pounds when she came out. And Diane von Furstenberg was born 18 months later, she says. I was her victory. Dan von Furstenberg is quoted to have said, I've never met a woman who is not strong, but sometimes they don't let it out. Then there's tragedy. Then all of a sudden, that strength comes. My message is let the strength come out before the tragedy. I am thrilled today to introduce and have a conversation with Timea Gigordano. Timea is a soul purpose coach working with women globally, and she really is working with women to help find your true purpose and your true calling deep within your soul. That we are born for life's purpose and this burning desire to fulfill our potential and truly be our authentic self. I'm thrilled to have a conversation with Tamia in the Netherlands and we have such a great conversation that weaves through strengths, authenticity, feminine energy and spirituality and my favorite part of the conversation I think is flirting with challenge. Please enjoy our conversation. Here we go. Tell me more about what you do. Tell me everything. Tell me your story. Tell me about the women that you serve and their stories. And oh, wow. would it be inspiring to know that like I have my story, you have your story, miles and miles apart and yet so similar. And yeah, well, you know, I think that my story, it's not a really wow story. Let's just say like that. It all started when, uh, when I just, uh, you know, I was hit by, by life. <laughs> I was really, really young. Um, I have, uh, I have gotten into a really bad uh, marriage, had a beautiful daughter, 
And um, that's where a lot of things started to come up. But just to give you a short background, I am, I have a, a bachelor's degree in management, in business management. So I come from a really, really kind of like men's world. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I did that because obviously, you know, I was kind of like convinced to take that path when you have parents that decide for you and kind of like not deciding, but they were like kind of like guiding, you know, you have to do this, but they're guiding. And, um, and it's also what society kind of pr promotes for us, right? To grow exactly. up, go, go into business. Yeah. Exactly. But before society, I think that everything starts at age at, at a really earlier stage. I think it starts from, you know, from our parents and from their own uh, limiting beliefs. And, you know, they did what they could best for Absolutely. sure. Yep. And I wanted to do psychology. I was always, always very fascinated about, about the brain, about, you know, how human, how human work. And it, it was just so fascinating for me. But obviously my parents said, you know, they, they, were, they were very entrepreneurial. They were running a business. They're still running business businesses at this point, but they were saying, you know, what, 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 you, what would you do with psychology? You know, it's not that something that makes money. And it was all about, you know, this financial status that you need to have once yes. you graduate and you and security. You exactly. So here I am. I said, okay, I, I really loved what my parents were doing. It's, it's really beautiful what they, what they've created. And I love the business that they're still running, but yeah, it was just, you know, something that I did because I had to. And um, along the way, of course, I really enjoyed it. I loved it because I am a person that really does not confirm 100%. And I've always kept a little bit of my authenticity, a little bit of my spark. I'm always like, ah, crazy. And I'm, uh, I've been always just keeping, uh, keeping my vibe into that. So giving a lot of personality to what I was doing. However, it was just not kind of like me. And, um, uh, of course, I pursued my passions all the time. I, I was always a person who said, okay, I'm going to do this because you kind of like told me to, but this will not take me away from doing what I love to do. So I think I, I've, I've actually taken with me the whole time the thing that what I have to do with what I love to do, they kind of like need to be in balance if I still have to do what you tell me to. And, and, and it was so interesting because this is what I now teach uh, women. I mean, you know, we got to do what we have to do, but it's so much better when you do what you love to do. Because when you love what you do and you do what you love, everything comes naturally. Everything comes like, like you know, it's flowing. It's flowing in, in our way. And that's what I did. And uh, for over 15 years now, but for 15 years like this, in a nutshell, I've been a professional dancer. I have owned my own dance company. I've been teaching hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people and, and women, especially how to have attitude on the dance floor, how to just step into their authenticity, how to just go deeper inside and how to just let it go and let it flow. So whenever, whenever you wrote me that message and, and, and um, I received this beautiful invitation from you, I was so, so like, this universe has my back all the time because it's so interesting how we really get connected, you know, just because we have so much similarities in what we do. And when I read overflow, I was like, no way. This is just, you know, these are all my words. Like I've been saying these things all the time. And it was like a mantra for my, my students, like let it go and let it flow. Oh, and I used to say this all the time while they were dancing and how to feel emotions and why are they so important so that we can just unblock everything that is holding us back and, and all this beautiful stuff that, that, that I think everyone knows. So here I am doing what I used to love a lot. So I was always, always a person who was very interested in helping others and helping them just just relax and just just let it go because I know the therapy, uh, the, the therapeutic um, let's just say benefits of music and dance and how this can actually heal ourselves. And it was really a beautiful journey, but everything started to crumble whenever uh, I started to give up. I started to give up and I started to kind of like conform because I started to grow. I, you know, I kind of like thought I fell in love and all these, you know, kind of like, you got to do this, you got to do this. Now you've graduated, you got to, you know, become a wife. Now you have to be a mom. Then you have to run a business that you need. And all these things that I Horses. think that, you know, we are kind of like, um, 
put always in the status quo, like a huge, beautiful box that you have to just fit in all the time. And if you, if you dare to go out of there, it's like, oh, whoa, oh, wow, yes. So I dared, I dared, but not that bravely like I used to be. I used to be for. So, of course, I started to dim my light. The inevitable happened because I totally believe that everything happens for a reason. And I've never, ever took these, um, I just hit the head to the wall experiences as something that was, oh my God, I'm a victim. And, you know, I did get into that cycle because we all do, we're humans. But I immediately, I immediately started to understand that there's a lesson to be learned there. And I was really, really young when I had to leave everything behind, just get this divorce already done. I was running a huge business at that time. I was running a huge restaurant, I had a lot of employees. I had all my shit together, you know, like, but I said, okay, we just need to move on. We need to let it go and let it flow because I wasn't, I was feeling like I was living someone else's life. And I'm pretty sure that even in your world and a lot of your listeners could kind of like relate to this, you know, you really realize that at one point, of your life you're just there and you know it's like you don't know who you are anymore you don't know what you love anymore you don't know what you should be doing anymore and it's it's all like all these questions come up all these questions come up and this happened like 10 years ago and it's so beautiful because that's when that's when my 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 journey began actually that's when I started to turn into my spiritual side and started to just go deep 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 within and all this personal development started to overflow <laughs> to Mia Timea yes Timea well it's really difficult it's really difficult because yeah I'm Romanian my mom's Hungarian my name is Greek oh my god we we are so so international. My husband is Italian. So don't worry. Everyone pronounces my name differently. And but where I'm, are you? You're in the Netherlands though. And I live in the Netherlands. Yes. Jamia, <laughs> this is it. So when, yeah, like I'm so aligned with you around like, let it flow. The women that I'm around that I work with professionally, but also that are our friends are amazing women. They are accomplishing a lot. Typically they're in big jobs. They have great big demands and they worry a lot about the teams and the people that they're around during this pandemic, during COVID times. Also for their business, they, they're also worried about so many things and they're so good at it. They're so smart that they can manage everything that's going on and all the people and the demands. They can do all that. But what I'm realizing, and, it, and it's more vivid during this pandemic, is that they're, and this is kind of the concept of the fill up your cup, they have depleted their own soul's cup. Like mm -hmm. they're, and they're so good at it. And really, a lot of us can't, you, you can't tell. You, you can't see that in her. She is keeping it together. And at the end of the day, she crashes into her bed and everybody is so grateful to have her in her, in their lives that she has looked after them professionally or in their careers or at home as a family or a friend, but she isn't filled up. And this is, this is it. This is the problem we are facing. And I believe that this is that part of the awakening that is so needed. I mean, imagine how many people live with math. And these are the masks that we cannot stand anymore. And as soon as you just shut yourself down from whoever is around you, you just take off those masks because you can't stand it anymore. I mean, we crawl. It's natural. Your energies are completely sucked whenever you have to play those roles. And we do have so many masks that we put on because this is what society has been teaching us. Well, you know? and we've been thriving. We've been thriving. Like to right. this point, I think we really have been doing well. We've been thriving. No one knows. We think it's very fulfilling because we're so busy. People appreciate us. Like we're doing very well, but there comes a point where whether it's a, a tap on the shoulder or whether it's like the universe grabbing me by the shoulders or, or hitting me over the head. Like I think the universe tries to be subtle, like to kind of tap us on the shoulder. And then I think it gets more and more fierce but it gets to a point where now I'm exhausted. Like now I'm exhausted because I am doing it all. And, and I'm not even doing like, I'm helping you. I'm answering your questions. I'm doing, but I have my own dreams, wishes, adventure. Like I have my. Well, aren't we just people pleasers, Kimberly? Don't you agree? And I think that this is the main cause 
of, of everything that is happening right now because we are just not taught how to take care of ourselves first in order to be able to take care of everyone else around us. And I think that we as women, as moms, I'm a mom of two, my daughter is 12 and my son is seven. So I think that we are natural um, people pleasers. Women, women especially are. And we need more time to recharge. We need more time to love ourselves, to take care of ourselves, to just fill up our cups first so that we can really overflow everything around us for everyone to grab what they need. But I think that this is one of the most important things in my journey that I've, I've actually learned. I used to be like that as well. I used to be there for everyone and everybody, for my business, for my family, for my kids, for my everyone. Mm-hmm. I used to be like, you know, like, take me. Here I am. What do you need? Yes. Yeah. Nonstop. Nonstop, no boundaries, nothing, because I thought, you know, they need me. And I think that on a subconscious level, this is something that we all need. We need to be appreciated. We need to be loved. We want to be helpful. You know, we want that recognition. We want that approval of everyone else around us. Oh, wow, wow. Look at her. Look what she's doing. But unfortunately, the bad news is that no one is going to build up any kind of like, you know, a statue. No one's going to build you a statue just because you are a people pleaser. And you're just giving up your soul and, and you're giving, you give everything to everyone. And that's when, you know, this will end. It, it will end and it will come. You know, we thrive because we, we have to, because this is a natural ability that we have. We need to thrive. That's why our brain is keeping us always in the fear mood because we need to survive. But I think that whenever, whenever we, we really get to the point where enough is enough, it's when a lot of this stuff comes up. And that's when we start to kind of like enter into that process of overflowing, like, like you say. It's so beautiful to, to start to awaken. And the awakening process is such a huge word. <laughs> and it has such a huge meaning. I mean, awakening is just a terminology, I think, for us to say, you know, I'm starting to be aware. I'm starting to, you know, kind of like step into the spiritual world and step into my inner inner powers and my inner wisdom and just kind of like doing that. But awakening itself, it's, it's just such a powerful word. I mean, I, I think that we will never be awakened, like truly awakened you really need to go into such a deep work and I like to say that as long as I am a human being and I'm alive on this planet I will be a work in progress every single day because I am learning and growing every single day and this is something that I've taken with me all the time and this is something that it really drives me I'm growing and learning every single day I don't have problems I have only solutions so it's it's something that I also teach my kids you know it's really good to have problems because it's normal we we need problems because if you wouldn't have problems you wouldn't have to you know go deep within and find a solution to get out of it amen on that yeah I think that the power is in our attitude and how we actually embrace those those challenges and what I used to what I used to teach you know, when I was um, a dance teacher, it was so beautiful because uh, this femininity is just something that we need to tap in more and more and more because we forget about the fact that we are women. We have an amazing, beautiful, divine feminine energy that we can tap into. I mean, everyone can. We all have it, but it's so important to 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 not forget. Just don't forget how important women are. It's we are creatives. We we need to be feminine. We you know just do do do. I have to. I have to. I have to. I have to. We'll take you away from that playfulness, from that 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 you know just being beautiful the way you really are without putting all those masks because we need to conform. We need to do this because society is requesting. You know, and I think that also all this pressure about the fact that we are equal with men is kind of like put women even more into into a stress environment we we really need to prove a lot of things here and that's a lot of it's taking us more and more into the masculine energy and what i love to say is that we need to flirt 
we need to learn how to flirt with life. We need to learn how to flirt with challenges. Just take them as they come. It's like a beautiful thing that is coming to teach you something. It's coming here to make you stronger, more beautiful, more, you know, more, more powerful than ever. And you just kind of need to flirt with it. Whether you like it or not, you know, it's going to pass. It's going to go away. Flirting is just a moment. It's just embrace it. And I think that this has had such a big impact on helping me really shift my mindset and and have this positive attitude towards whatever is happening in life whatever i i have so many i have so many follow up comments and questions about mindset about femininity but it, i think it stems from awakening so what i am just kind of admiring in you is you saying I had an awakening and I hear you saying personal growth and I'm still learning. I'm still awakening myself, but I see that you are using that awakening to help others. And so I haven't really incorporated that in the overflow conversation. It's the first time it's really come up, but I think there's something to that where there's a, an awakening around, Hey, I'm serving everyone and not serving or replenishing or like doing what I would love to do. What would feel like would fill me with joy and energy and, you know, would fill up my own soul. And then there's also this concept of awakening my femininity. So do you help your clients when you... Yes, I do. And I think that this is so important. Now, coming from this man background, manly background, obviously, I've been working also after I dropped my business and I left everything behind. I worked in corporate. I I worked in a really very important global uh, company, organization. Actually, it's not a company. It's an organization. And it was all men. And, and, And I really felt like I was... I was going back into that cycle of going and giving up on myself again. So I, I had to identify the cycle. I had to break the pattern so that that, that first awakening kind of like wake up call from the universe yes. kind of like helped me to be more aware in identifying those cycles because they, they were always come up. They were all, there was, there was always a shift to go through. There's always a next level that we need to go to. And my feminine power was that thing that helped me connect. Because I cannot connect to the, the masculinity. I mean, I do have it. We know it. And, and we have it even when we need to deal with kids and family duties and household stuff and all that. Which do, 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 do. But that feminine part, that beautiful thing <laughs> that we are. And, and my soul was just literally calling out that, calling out that. And I knew that with, with everything that I have prepared with, with all those teaching classes, with, with all this personal development information and, and courses and I've been working with so many coaches and programs and I've been investing a lot in my growth. I knew that there were so many other women that will that that were dealing with this because we are living someone else's life because we're just not listening to to what our soul is calling us to do. That's beautiful. So the soul we should, we should really say that again to Mia. Yeah, we don't listen. We don't listen anymore because we, we, we just don't listen. We are too occupied in playing those roles of all those masks that we put on. And we get so used to that, unfortunately, that we, do. we don't realize. We don't realize. It's like an, automa- an automated pilot, right? Mm-hmm. It's, we don't realize it anymore. And I think that more we learn how to become aware, more we learn how to go back to the roots, back to the basics, like literally to the small, simple things are so important. That's when we will really understand how to value life. We overcomplicate things without even knowing why. There's no need. There's no need. So that's where all this purpose is is actually coming from because I really wanted to live a purpose-driven life. That's beautiful. I knew that, you know, I knew that I was made for more. I knew that I don't need to conform. I knew that I was a rebel girl since ever. And I knew that I just needed to follow my gut and my intuition. And I needed to step out of that comfort zone that I was identifying with so well. I mean, I was really, really comfortable 
And that's when a lot of growth started to happen, when I started to feel the pain and the pain of the divorce, all the things that I went through. And, 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 and it's a lot of chaos that happened in, in, those, in, in that period. I now encourage a lot of women, and that's, that's where my light is, is actually starting to shine more and more and more because I want to empower more and more women. And I love those ambitious women, you know, like, like us, those women that have that entrepreneurial spark somewhere that they know that they are made for more. They just know it, but they just don't know how to go from A to Z, you know, like there's such a big, ro- a long road to, to go on. Yes. So I love empowering them to just step into that full potential that is just hidden somewhere inside to to just be able to live a purpose-driven life and I think that that is something that more and more women I I'm so I'm so happy and my soul is really really like vibrating on such high energies because I feel that a lot of women are starting this journey and I am more than happy to be able to guide them, to take them by hand and, you know, to to just really draw a beautiful roadmap because I've been there. I know how to discover everything that sparks joy in your soul because that's what we need to bring back. I mean, that's what's missing. So if someone is starting to feel that tap on their shoulder, do you have some yes, advice? I do, actually. I do. I do. I have more, more than just three, but let's just stick to the, the simple things. And whenever you say, I don't have time, and I know that a lot of women say this because we, 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 you know, we want to be understood. We want to complain. Well, and, and, and much of our time has been given away. It hasn't been kept for ourselves, like whether it's a day or a time during the week or here, October is flying by. That's my, that's my thing. That's what I wanted to say. We do have time. We do have time, especially when you feel, you feel that you can just, you can't, you you need to stop living the life that you wanted to you had so far you feel that there's something that is just pushing you towards a a huge shift in your life and we all need positive changes we all want them we all desire them so i think that the most important thing at this point is to really really make self-care a non-negotiable and this can start with like little as five minutes per day wake up earlier, write something out. There are so many journal prompts uh, nowadays. I journal for now 10 years now. And it's just something that for me, it's, it's something intentional. I think that we need to find those things that really make us feel good. And it's, it's a starting point of identifying what makes you happy and start to do that more. And another thing is that self-care for me has become a ritual and it's it's like self-care and self-love together if i wouldn't have had the courage to take away all the time that i was giving away effortlessly to everyone if i wouldn't have had that courage i wouldn't be where i am right now and i think that dedicating that quality time for myself me myself and i that's it just me myself and i and i wake up one hour and a half before my entire household does and it was hard it was really hard because i used to consider myself not being a morning person so i've had to go through all that mental kind of like convictions that I had that I was not a morning person, but I made it. And, and, and now I think that, you know, when I look back, that was the thing that really saved me, my rituals. And the fact that I, I dedicated time for myself in the morning and I dedicated time for myself a little bit in the afternoon when I was just like five minutes daydreaming while I was drinking my cappuccino, whatever. I just drifted away for five minutes and my evening rituals. I need to disconnect from everything that happened in the day. I do my gratitude. I, I read. I do my 
you know, sometimes a bubble bath or whatever, whatever makes, uh, makes sense for me in that day to just wind off. It, it's just important to relax and to disconnect from everything that happened and be mindful about the things that happened to you throughout the day. What could you just do better next time or what, whatever? Just analyze a little bit your life. I think that we, we are not very intentional in how we live our daily life. Very, very, very important. I really like the connection back to awakening as well, because I might say, I don't have time. And so your response is stop. We do have the time. And you said, feel the shift. And so that might be an awakening. So I'm shifting, feel it. And I also like how there's a bit of a femininity to that, not um, demand the shift, put the shift on the list. It's feel it, feel, feel the awakening. There's a femininity to it. And I like even how you're saying journaling, being intentional. I'm, so I'm trying to link this femininity idea as I think you're onto something. When I think about journaling, I think about, you know, back when I'm eight, dear diary. And it's not just dear diary, you know, making a little heart over the eye and then the E comes out and it does like an extra little curl. And there's like that playfulness, that prettiness that, you know, as you grow up, you're like, write the, write the darn story, you know, notes that you have to write, you just scribble it out, get it down, get the key points. And there's something about be intentional, feel good about the journaling. And then even now how you're saying there's a morning ritual and an evening ritual. And so if we do have to be corporate business masculine during the day, could we add a soft, and I think the awakening and the femininity is that's going to be part of kind of the tap on your shoulder to say, it's so true. It's so true. It's exactly that. You know, this awakening, it's just, um, I'm, I'm really hearing this more and more and more, more and more and more. And a lot of people talk about this. But I think that the awakening starts whenever you feel called, whenever you feel that you are called for a purpose. We all come with a purpose. We all come with a mission in this life. We all have a mission, and that mission is our life's purpose, our soul's purpose, and, it, and it's calling. Now, I, I refer specifically to women because I work with women, and I know that that is the, the triggering point of this awakening phenomenon that is starting to happen in the world right now. And it's that point where women start to cry they start to really realize how much they have lost their selves and they want to turn back to their authentic self and whenever we we stop being who we really are because we need to conform that is the most harmful thing that we're doing to our soul. We are just shrinking our purpose. And we, we try to get away from that responsibility that we have because we were so drawn into the sphere kind of stuff. If you don't conform, you're going to get this and this and this and that. And if you don't do this, this is what's going to happen to you. X, Y, Z. We are living in fear, in a constant fear. That's why we are people pleasers. That's why we give up on so much. That's why we give up on ourselves because of fear. And I think that the fear is the cause and is the lowest, lowest, lowest emotion on our, on our vibrational spiral. It's, it's just there, there, down, down, down. And that's the cause of every disaster that is happening in our life. Whether we realize it's a disaster, whether we don't, it's happening and it's caused by fear. Fear is the one that moves you towards everything that we decide to do in our life. Unfortunately, our choices are based on fear. So what I love to say is that whenever, whenever you feel that you have this, this need to just be who you really are and you want to discover who you really are, you want to discover your soul's purpose, it's a journey. And that is an awakening journey because you need to start having the courage to leave the old behind and just kind of like reinvent yourself so that you can start taking out that, that beautiful, true self of yours. That takes courage. 
that's not a journey that will happen like just down from you know let's i'm awakened okay i just felt the tap and now i'm awakening it's not just that it's such a long it's such a long journey and what i wanted to give to all these women that are looking to find out how they can actually turn their dreams and visions into reality was this roadmap was this truth that not many coaches talk about. We see all this, you want to be successful, you got to do this, 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 this. You want to have X, Y, Z, 10K, 20K months, uh, this is what you need to do, blah, 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 blah. It's like a blueprint, right? But there isn't a blueprint because we are unique. Each and one of us will have their own blueprint. Their own authenticity will come out and it's going to be their own personality on top of it, their own charisma, their own character. And oh my God, there are so many layers that you need to put together on that roadmap so that you can really get to your final destination of of really living that life that you really dreamed of. Likely if there is an awakening along that roadmap is some discovery of things we may have squashed or quieted, you know, removed from our love and our character and and what we have to offer the world. We have, you know, we've quieted it or somehow we've pushed it down because of all the other messages people are giving us that that's not something that we show, like our femininity, our gentleness, our, how you were saying, flirt with life. Like, Maybe we've been told, no, that's not something we really do. So it would be so great to see that on the map and it awakening, kind of unfolding as you start and as you move through it on a journey. It's such a long journey and it's a journey filled with joy, with love, with all this excitement and pain and and tears and it has a a mix of emotions in it and we need to face it all in order to have that end result And, and whenever we want that success in our life success can be in each area of 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 our life we have i call it the life circle we we have so many departments that we need to be successful in and the demand is really is really high and in order to keep the balance on that that wheel we we need to we need to be realistic we need to understand that there is no such um, get fast rich scheme or whatever whatever they they say it's not like we have a blueprint this is what it is you know if you do this and this and this and that you're gonna get that it's, in it's, 14 days or I less that, right i think that life <laughs> doesn't work like that agreed, agreed the fact that i've been going through this journey I think that this is exactly what I want to give, this reality, this authenticity, this real support from the heart to the heart, from soul to soul, to really hold the hands of all those women that think that it's actually easy. And it's not. It's not. But it's, it's exciting. It's, it's, uh, it's beautiful. I think that it's, it's so, um, oh my God, how you say that in, because in, now I'm thinking in other languages, sorry. But <laughs> it's so rewarding, yeah. It's so rewarding to know that you're going through a process and you're doing it your own freaking way. You need to stop conforming and you need to stop what everyone else is doing. You know, you don't need to do it because X and Y and Z have success. Just do it because you feel like you want to do it. Just do it because you feel it's making you, it's serving you. And I really empower women to step into the your authentic self a lot. And that's why I created my program. To me, I wish um, maybe one day I'll have podcasts on um, video so that people could sign on to video. But if you were here with me watching Tamina mm-hmm. in the Netherlands here, she is glowing. She, uh, she, she's stunning. Um, she uses her hand gestures to like emphasize but you are smiling and glowing the whole way. I can see that you are truly heart-led And I would love for women that if they need some help as an awakening and in a journey, I would love for them to reach out for you. You are coming through the screen at me with vibrance, glowing, and you haven't stopped smiling that you are truly found your purpose, your soul purpose, and your where you're supposed to be for us, for women like us who are doing it all and having a tap on our shoulders wondering is this all or what else is there and what else should i be doing with my my soul it's so enjoyable to see you in person it's so 
you're just, you're coming through the screen. You're stunning. Oh my God, Kimberly, you're just you overwhelming me with all these beautiful uh, words. Thank you so much. It really means a lot. It really means a lot. And I, to be honest with you, I don't remember myself uh, without a smile. I think that this is one of those huge powers, superpowers that I have since actually I was a little girl. Everyone tells me that I'm smiling and the smile and the smile and the smile, but I, I teach everyone how to have the smile on their face because, you know, whenever you don't have to wear those masks, whenever you feel that you're free, you can just be who you really are. And that's when you can shine your light, when you are you. <laughs> and well, you and are I shining think, your light. That's exactly it. You are shining your light. It is beaming. Thank you. And I think that we, we all do. Women who, who are on a mission like we are, women who want to serve others we are just shining our light and one of the motos that it's it's all over my website as well it's like i really tell women dream big shine bright and sparkle more that's what we need to do that's our only superpower that that we need to to be doing more of I love the sparkle more. Speaking of, so where can we, where can we, I'll put it in the show notes as well, but where can we find you on social media? Oh, I hang out a lot on Instagram. That's my favorite place. Though you can find me also on Facebook. I love Facebook as well. But yes. I think Instagram is just the next uh, cool thing to hang out on. It is. Uh, <laughs> it is. You can I find so on my website you can find me everywhere just hop on in my inbox anytime I'm, I'm, I'm free and i'm happy to talk to anyone who is really wanting to find out what is it that they're here for what is your instagram hand i'll put all your connections but what is your instagram handle it's timea giordano soul purpose coach and i always like to ask if you are reading a book or listening to a podcast, if you have something that's in your head lately that you've picked up that you would pass on and say to your best girlfriend, you've got to read this book or you've got to listen to this podcast. I do this all the time. And actually I'm always WhatsApping my friends whenever I, I bump into a quote, whenever I hear something, I share it. I'm, yes. I'm all over the place. I shared your podcast already with my, my, my besties here. So it's really exciting whenever you find something that really aligns with your values and, 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 and and it's there that you want to share it with the world around you. And actually, the last book I started to read is called Iconoclast. Maybe you read it better. It's one word, Iconoclast. I-C-O-N-O-C-L. Like an icon, you know, like icon. icon. Iconoclast. Right. Uh, it's written by Gregory Burns. And okay. this book, this book is actually amazing because it's, it's such a huge awareness alarm. It's a trigger to actually uh, overcome mental barriers. And I'm a passionate of everything that is around positive psychology. I know you are too. And neuroscience and you're a lot, oh my God, it's just amazing. And it's, it's just incredible because we know that all people have, you know, these uh, natural roadblocks. We don't have them, we're humans. And, and unfortunately, uh, we need to, just, we, we just need to learn how to overcome those, those mental stories and all those patterns that we've created so that we can feel safe. And actually, the title is, uh, it's this uh, iconoclast, it's a neuroscientist reveals how to think differently. And I'm everything about different. Whenever it's different, I love it. <laughs> Thank you. So that's great. That's great. I haven't heard of that book. And my last question is, Thinking about awakening, thinking about where we are now, if you were to go back to Mia, to your 20-year-old self, and you could whisper in her ear, mm -hmm. what, what advice would you give her now that you're thinking about awakening and she's just 20? I think that the 20-year-old me, I think that those were my best years. I think that I've, I've, I was in my, in my best self ever until getting destructed. <laughs> by by life let's just say like that but i think that the most important thing is just be who you really are i i say this to my daughter all the time and she's just 12 just 
stop pleasing everyone. Stop being uh, like everyone else is just because you want to fit in, just because you want to be accepted. Stop it. Just be who you really are. I think that this is the most important message that we can really teach our younger selves as well. But if I would really have to say something to my my 20 year old self it would be definitely that just don't shrink don't shrink that's it <laughs> just just follow your heart follow what your intuition says i think that that's where the the key of authenticity actually is i wonder if she would hear you because as you were saying you did what you were told, what, you know, the patterns were, that were suggested and what society in the boxes recommended was the best life. So you did that, but you also said that you had this like rebel about you, right? That she yes. was like, yeah, I'll follow the rules, guidelines, and you know, what success means to you that I should do. So I, I'll do that. But then you also said that you were a little bit of a rebel. So I wonder if you could go back and tap on her shoulder and say, be you. I wonder if she would turn up the volume on her rebel and say, okay, maybe now I'm going to be more 80% the rebel, 80% follow my dreams or my purpose or my cravings or my adventure and maybe 20%. Well, that's a really good question because I have to tell you that when I was 20, I was more than 80% rebel. Okay. That's what, that's what the real thing is. When it's we like are life, young. it's life that weighs it's on you. That you, yeah, it's life. It's being then a mom, then being a wife, mm. then being a businesswoman, then being whatever, right? Mm. But at that point, I think that that's the only thing that I will encourage. Just, just don't shrink. Just be who you really are. And you know, it's so funny because uh, of course we try to guide our kids the best we can. I consider myself a good mom. I'm still a work in progress. I'm not a perfect mom, I'm human. But I always see this like uh, mirror in front of myself because uh, my daughter triggers me a lot. And she's the one, the rebel inside her is that triggers me to be more rebel as well. Like, who cares about all these rules? Just, you know, just what would you do? What would you do right now if you knew that that, 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 that wouldn't happen, you know? And, and it's so important to just go, go within and just check in with ourselves on what would that young girl do? What would she do? What would she think? That's a real role model to me. I really thought you were going to say she triggers me, you know, and then we, we uh, are, are, at, are at odds. Instead, you said she triggers me as in almost like she inspires me to be awakened to. But I believe that our kids are our, our bigger masters. I mean, my, my daughter is teaching me so many lessons. And, it, and we do get in, in, in that mode as well, because I mean, I told you I'm a mom. You know, we still have some some little dust of those patterns that we are trying to to break. But but she's teaching me so many lessons, and I'm teaching. I'm I'm, I'm giving her exactly what I would would say to myself when I was twenty. And sometimes I realize that whenever I'm like like nah, 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 you should do this and nah, 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 I'm kind of like oh well, wait a second you know every time I'm pointing that finger yeah that's my like, mother's finger yeah it's a, it's again. <laughs> That mirror is always coming back and, and I'm, I'm, it's like an awareness alarm every time I'm getting into a conversation with my daughter. And it hurts. It hurts. Sometimes it's really painful because I'm, I'm really asking myself so many times whenever she points out stuff that it's kind of like not confirming, right? And, 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 and it's incredible how she's actually pushing me into that awareness and wait a minute let's just let's just see what what would i do what did i do when i was little and and i try i calm down because i believe that um it's so important to learn how to respond to life and not react to life now i have to admit that this is something i'm getting better and better at I'm, I'm, as I said, my kids are teaching me this, how to be, how to respond more than to react. And I think that whenever we react, it's when we refuse to get out of that cycle. It's a subconscious 
attitude anyhow, but responding to life, to challenges, to whatever triggers you, I think it's the ultimate key of success in life is to actually learn how to respond and going with the flow and not react. Because when we react, it's like always counterattack. It's always something that's not good. And I'm, I'm learning this. It's, I'm getting, I said, better and better. And I think that women in general, moms are doing the same thing. It's we are such, a, such amazing, powerful human beings. It's beautiful. And I love how it takes us back to be in the flow. It's always that, right? Wow. It's always that. I'm so, I'm thrilled. You have to know, Tamia, like it's kismet that we have crossed paths and that we are oceans apart. And I'm so, I hope we, I hope we continue this conversation. I hope we stay connected, whether it's online and social media. And I'm going to, I'll put all your social connections on our show notes. And I'd love for people to look you up and have a connection with you because I think you have I think you're such a role model and you have so much passion and it's your big heart that I see that's like, like when you said, I'm letting my shine, I can see the big heart. And so oh, thank you. Really. Us you are that. just so sweet and, and so calm and it's incredible how, how inspiring this, uh, this conversation actually is to me. I've also listened a few of your podcasts which were so so giving me goosebumps because you really touch point on so many triggers that we face on a regular basis i i heard you talk about leadership and teams and and i think that that it's, it's absolutely amazing how you really share also so much with all these women that need this roadmap of how to actually deal with with life with struggles with challenges and i'm so happy that we got to have this conversation actually because as i said i totally believe that everything happens for a reason there's no coincidence that we got into connecting to to each other and i i can't wait to see how we can share more of our lights in the future because oh my god this is really this is really nice it's really exciting to know that i can connect with women that are going and are on their mission lead the way sister lead the way absolutely absolutely and uh, it's it's amazing it's amazing and thank you for doing that because i i totally know and feel that the world needs more of 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 what you do definitely definitely right back at you right back at you so much love oh it was such a nice conversation yay i hope this podcast feels like a guide in your ear encouraging a shift in your mindset boldly challenging you to stretch self-care goals and continue to strive and achieve big accomplishments in life because you're not here to be average, you're here to be awesome. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Overflow. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any comments, ideas, or feedback, you can find me on my website, peoplebrain.ca. Thanks so much for listening.